What's up, y'all? Hello. So how are you doing tonight? I'm okay. I'm a little tired, but yeah, yeah. me too. So I'm I'm really tired actually, and I'm hop- hopped up on a Z pack and prednisone. Yeah, so steroids. So it's really mm-hmm. weird. I'm tired, yet I'm super hyper. <laughs> so you guys, uh, yeah, this will be fun tonight. Yeah, that's uh, AMA on, on uh, Reddit. It's going to be lots of fun for people. Uh, that's going to be, uh, don't hit send. Uh, no, uh, so since you brought it up, um, yeah, if you guys want to join me on Thursday, I'm hosting an AMA on Reddit, the subreddit, the uh, slash board games that's going to be at 1000 mountain daylight time 1600 utc uh go for a couple few hours whatever so yeah check that out appreciate the support over there because hopefully it goes well <laughs> yeah i i mean you literally all you can do is hope yep the end yep yeah we our patron drive launched on saturday and it, it did and i was a huge bowl of stress yes we I'm all gra- were i believe well i'm grateful that you're not as outwardly stressed as, as i am but I, I keep it i'm inwardly stressed okay you hide it well yes, yes. i i do not no no <laughs> <laughs> but it's going well i would say yeah. i think i i had no well, expectations right i, I, I we, don't know we have nothing to base it off of right i mean obviously other people have done patreons but nobody's done a concerted effort to do a patron drive kind of like a kickstarter or whatever mm-hmm. like what we're doing so yeah, total huge big bowl of nerves, but the first, uh, what is that, I guess three days have yeah. been good, I think. I think so. Right? Yeah. So that, that's cool. So if you want to support the show, we'd appreciate it. Pledgehc.com. Yeah, and if you just want to go and see where we are patron-wise and level-wise and where we are to the next milestone and stuff like that, and you can go to the website and check that out too. So pledgehc.com. Cool. So we thought we would do a what we think is a fun top six list tonight. Yeah. So it's a top six school night or week night or work night, however you want to word it. Mm-hmm. We tend to call these school nights, even though we don't have kids and neither of us is in school. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't know. You call them those, and I don't know why you started doing that, but it stuck. So yeah. So top six school night games. Mm-hmm. So here are the prerequisites that we abided by. Correct. Okay. So first off. A max of 90 minutes to two hours. Mm-hmm. So an hour and a half to two hours. Our thinking on that is, so Amanda gets home about 545, give or take a little bit. So you figure, okay, settles down for a couple minutes. We eat dinner at 6, 630. Mm-hmm. And then you clean up from dinner and then you play games from maybe seven to nine. Mm-hmm. And then go to bed. Right. So that was kind of our thinking. So 90 minutes to 120 minutes. Next Assuming reasonably experienced players, meaning you're not having to teach the game, you just set the game up and you're ready to rock and roll. But at the same time, you're not talking experts that, you know, just boom, boom, Mm -hmm. fast moves. Speaking of which, we assumed a normal pace game, a what I guess I would consider a standard pace of Mm -hmm. play. Yeah, I think that's fair. Then... uh, we did incorporate setup time, so anything that has a very elaborate setup, that obviously is going to impact the amount of time that mm-hmm. you have to play the game. And last but not least, no single player count games, meaning we could have included through the ages, but only at a two-player game, so therefore we didn't include it. That right. makes sense? Now, as long as it covers a couple of player counts, then it's possible we may have included it. And yeah. 
And last but not least, if y'all like this, we're thinking about doing specific player counts for this, like two-player school night games, three-player right. school night games, five-player, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And yeah, top six, obviously, and all that. So let us know what you think. Uh, give us a shout either in the Slack channel if you're a patron. Shoot us an email. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, all Heavy Cardboard. Yeah, you can go to heavycardboard.com, mm-hmm. find all that stuff. All right, so enough prefacing. Ladies first. My number six is Cavum. Ooh, made my top 30. (laughs) (laughs) That was the feature game in episode 46. Okay. I mean, you know, you have a hard day at work. You come home. You just want to blow some stuff up. And while you're doing so, you get some gems and can make some jewelry. What's wrong with that? And it's pretty jewelry at that, It is. And I I don't know about four player, but two to three for sure. No problem. Yeah, you can fit it in that window. Totally agree. And I I think as long as nobody is a slow play, Mm -hmm. then I think you could do it at four players as well. This is definitely one that I considered for this list. Um, There were just others that I had ranked higher. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think Cavum's a really good, really good one on this list. Good call. So, my number six is, and I'll go ahead and hashtag spoiler, the only splotter that made my my. list and that's the great zimbabwe Mm -hmm. even though i don't love the uh distribution of wealth uh the auction for turn order in the two-player game Mm -hmm. i still enjoy it and you could actually play this arguably four maybe even five players and still get it done in Mm -hmm. under two hours oh yeah for sure it's a pretty quick it's definitely of the of the big splatter games the quickest playing of the bunch yes and on any given day, I've said this, that I could have Roads and Boats, Antiquity, Indonesia, the Great Zimbabwe, or Food Chain as my all-time favorite splatter. <laughs> so I felt I kind of had to have one. And to be honest <laughs> with you, I thought Antiquity would run a little it, long. I, that, that's my thinking, especially if you're counting setup in with this. Right. So therefore, the Great Zimbabwe is my number six. So any thoughts to that on you? I would agree with that. I think that two to three to four to five can all easily be done in two hours, like you said, as long as you're not teaching it and and all of those. As long as all of our caveats are met, I don't think that's a problem at all. So not on your list, I take it. It is not. Did it it make it deep into the cuts or no? No, yeah, it did because, I mean, it's one of my favorite spotters, so of course it did, and it could be done, you know. In In that time frame, right. right. Okay, all right, so that's my number six, The Great Zimbabwe. Uh, we'll, we'll snake draft it here. So my number five is a game that we did our test episode for Tony and I back episode zero. Mm-hmm. And we actually reviewed it in episode 16. Yes. And that's Shipyard by Vladimir Suchi, I believe mm-hmm. is the designer. That's correct. And that's higher on my list. Oh, okay. Then we'll talk about it when we get to yours. All, All right. right. What's your number five? St. Petersburg. Also in my top 30. All right. <laughs> we, I'll talk about the top 30 when we're all done with this. We reviewed this in episode 50. The game has a range of two to five players, so that flexibility is built in already. Say this is going to be a little impromptu short game night, but you're not quite sure how many people are going to show up. If it's just you and me, okay, fine. If Matt joins in, then if Sweater Mike comes over, then if Jerry comes over, then it doesn't, you know, we have all the whole five full and we can still get it done in that 
playtime. That actually makes a whole lot of sense. I I hadn't considered it thinking about it that way, but that makes actually a ton of sense. And we're actually going to be doing a live stream of it, I think, on Saturday, Saturday. Mm-hmm. of this week. So if you're curious, if you're not familiar with the game, you can check it out there. Yeah. You you just, you know, you, you purchase cards and you make sure you have enough aristocrats and then, you know, just... A little engine building yeah. with s- not really set collection. It's more... No. Especially with the second edition, it kind of negates, kind of the aristocrats, but not because it has out. the market and mm-hmm. it, it adds another flavor, mm-hmm. uh, adds kind another, of another twist into the game, another layer which, onto it. Yeah, that's solid choice, I think, for your number five. That was my number five, Saint Petersburg. My number four is actually a two-player only game, but it's high treason. Okay, I guess that's that's fine because, yes, it's confined to one player count, but it's the only way you could play the game. Mm-hmm. I guess I I had 1960, The Making of the President, the on my thing. list, so it's the same, same idea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I think that's fine. Okay. I mean, it's just a cool scenario for a game. You know, your trial attorneys, you know, that's not a game that's really, that's not a... That's not a theme that's done very much. And by much, you mean it's done once thus right. far. In, in this in this one, yeah. Um, it, it The game can be done super fast. I mean, you could even maybe play two out of three in that amount of time. I think so. You're talking half an hour to 45 minutes, mm-hmm. yet I wouldn't call it a filler game. It's not. I would go to game day to play High Treason. It's... It's not it's not a game that you just kind of face plan into. You have to think and you have to plan and you have to do all of the things that we like in a game, but it's that's not a filler game. No, just like Noya Heimet wouldn't be a filler game, right. same idea, you know, short time frame, dense decisions right. and everything. And for those that don't know, uh, High Treason is the trial of Louis Rial. We've talked it up. It actually was a finalist for the 2016 Golden Elephant Award. It was, and we reviewed it in episode 63. So, yeah, check that out if you're interested. It It's a piece of history, Canadian history specifically, that I was 100% completely ignorant about mm-hmm. until I heard about the game. And then I was like, okay, we need to get this game. And I literally ran to the, Vict- the Victory Point Games booth at BGGCon to get it. Yep. That's my number four, High Treason. My number four, every single time it hits the table, the age-old question why don't we play this more? This is fantastic. <laughs> Comes up. And that's, I think it's safe to say, is an all-time classic. We reviewed it in episode 24, Puerto Rico. Yes. Speaking of which, thoughts out to Mario and mm-hmm. all those that are having to suffer through the remnants of Hurricane Maria. Yes. So, Puerto Rico. I assume everybody that's listening to this is familiar with Puerto Rico. It's a game that nobody in our group outside of maybe Sweater Mike is kind of an expert at. Mm -hmm. So there's none of that, oh no, you made the wrong play. You need to go back and do this type stuff that I've heard horror stories about. And that's one of the reasons I don't want to try it at WBC. Right. Not that I heard stories about it there. Just, just in general. That seems like the environment that would be yes. ripe, rife yes. for that. So anyway, so Puerto Rico, you got action selection. You got, oh, man, it. 
There's so much. It's a classic for a reason, mm-hmm. right? I'm not going to go into big detail about it. It's Puerto Rico, people. Yeah. It doesn't hurt that we have the limited edition downstairs, and so it's just prettier. Yeah, that does not hurt. Plus at the metal all. coins, but I'll be honest. Even if we didn't have that, it would still be here at my number four. It would. And this one definitely, I feel like, is kind of player count dependent. I feel like if it was the full player count and you didn't have people that knew what they were doing every single turn, it might take longer. I suppose, because it plays five, right? I think so. So, okay, maybe not at five, but I think four and below. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could play at two, three, and four. The right. official variant at two is fantastic, so there's no there's no issue there. Right. So, yeah, Puerto Rico deserves a spot on this list, in my opinion. Number four, which brings me to my number three, which is... Hall of Fame game. It's not going to be a really big surprise to anybody that's listened to the show for more than an episode. <laughs> and that's Age of Steam. We reviewed it in episode 44. And we've done a ton of playthroughs through. There's 160, 180 maps in existence mm-hmm. out there. Now, obviously, some maps would this might not apply to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it plays two, maybe not the best player count. And by maybe, I mean, yeah, nah. maybe not. Okay, let me back up. It actually plays solo because mm-hmm. there are solo maps as well. And solo up to five players, easy done in two hours yeah. with experienced players. I think so. So not a problem. The quintessential pick up and deliver auction game yes. that is a Hall of Fame here at HCHQ and in many other places around the world. Whether it's Martin Wallace, John Bohr, whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm just glad it exists. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, Age of Steam had to be on my list. It, it just so happens to fall at number three. But let's be honest, my top three, I could juggle these right. in any order Kinda and feel good about it. Yeah. So, Age of Steam is not on your list? It's not. I, I honestly didn't even think about Age of Steam being on here at all i don't know i boo this woman (laughs) i'm not sure why but it just didn't but um all right and anyway my number three (laughs) (laughs) ignore the woman behind the curtain yes my number three is shipyard like we were talking about earlier my number five Mm -hmm. i mean as long as the players you know don't ap forever like you said this can easily be a four-player weeknight game i think so um you do it's an action le- action selection game through a rondelle and by a rondelle you mean it's the king of rondelle games mm-hmm. i think let, let me uh, do some quick math i think there's five rondelles in this game so yeah lots of them yep but you strategically build you know your ship it can either be three t- three tiles wide or it can be seven and and you it's just it's it's a really good Thinky weeknight game that can be done quickly. I enjoy the thematic aspects of the shakedown cruise, meaning, okay, you have to put your ship through its paces, which is also how you get its victory points. Mm -hmm. I know there are some folks out there that aren't super keen on the uh, hidden goal and hidden, uh, yeah, I guess they're goals that that are in the game. We have a variant that we offered that you could just have public goals and people can score one of each uh, from the blue and the green tile set uh, at the end of the game if you prefer that. So that eliminates that option. For us, I have no problem 
with one house ruled tile. So that said, uh, yeah, just one of my favorite school night games, obviously, if it's on this on this list, right? right? So my number five. My number three, Shipyard. My number two is Madeira. Madeira. Which was episode Madeira. episode one. It was. Wow, we're going back. So we have now episode zero and episode one yeah. actually on here, which I guess if you stop and think about it, that kind of makes sense, right? We wanted to do games we were comfortable with yeah. and that we really enjoyed. So it kind of makes sense that they would also be on this list, provided they fit the time lengths. Mm-hmm. So here's my question for you then with Madeira. Mm-hmm. You think it fits in that time window? I do because when we live streamed it, you and I live streamed it in two hours. If it took a two player game, live streamed two hours, a non live stream two to three player game could easily be done in that time window. I think so. Um, I remember early on plays a, a four player, it was about an hour per player, mm-hmm. but as you get more experience with mm-hmm. the game, I, I agree the three-player game could be could be done. Yeah. Now this game, this is not a cavum. This is not a. This is a game where you've kind of had an easier work day when you come home to oh, it. Oh, I, w- I, I I wouldn't put cavum. I would put cavum in the same category as Madeira. I would say maybe not as heavy as like a. A shipyard, maybe, but I definitely disagree. Oh. I, you're short. You're giving short shrift to Cavum. Well, my my apologies, Mr. Cavum, sir, but I do not agree with my husband. Um, it's a very still a very brain burny, you know. It's a very brain burny game. So this is like a Friday night game after you kind of had a you know an easier work day. day. At work. So it was a I'm. At, Work it Friday, or I'm working Friday, but I'm not working, working Friday, Friday. Right. Keep your brain in, in shape for the brain burn that's coming later. Exactly. Your brain's already on vacation mode. <laughs> <laughs> so 2013 Golden Elephant Award winning game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I The only reason I didn't put it on my list is I wasn't sure about getting a three player game done in two hours, It uh, assuming regular pace and a whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. So I. I won't argue against it, but that's why I didn't have it on that's my fair. list. Cool. Yep. So that's my number two, Madeira. So my number two, we're not going to talk about till we get to Amanda's number one. Should point out that we don't know each other's list, but I know what Amanda's <laughs> number one is. So we're just going to move on past my number two and go to my number one, which kind of surprised me when I was making this list. Reviewed it in episode 77, and it's PAX Renaissance. What? Now, with experienced players, and I'm not talking have to have eight, ten games, you know, in, but a handful of games in, a two-player game of this is over in 30, 45 minutes. A four-player game of this is easily done in under two hours, no problem. And the reason I put PAX Renaissance as my number one game is... When I stopped and th- thought about it, what game gave me the most just epic feel in this kind of a time frame? Like when when Ash and I reviewed this game, we talked mm-hmm. about how I could understand people making the case that this replaces a game like Here I Stand or whatever, this big, massive, you know, six to eight hour a renaissance game. 
but boiled down to in a two-player game could be played in 45 minutes. Wow. So the fact that there is so much going on in this game and there is no game on either one of our lists that is going to give me such a full, whoa, experience in this kind of time frame, that's why I have it as my number one. So PAX Renaissance, my number one. Not on your list. No. But you're not super keen on the game either. I Well, I wouldn't say that I'm not super keen on it. I just, I I like opaque games as much as the next person, but damn. <laughs> All right, so my number one, and apparently Edward's number two, is Castles of Burgundy. <gasps> I'm shocked. <laughs> shocked, I say. We reviewed this in episode 79. I mean, this is one of my absolute favorite games. How could it not be on the list? I mean, come on. With there's got to be a caveat here, though, right? Two to three. Yeah, a four-player game in a two-hour time frame, maybe, but that would probably be pushing it. It would. I wouldn't want to sit down if I had a two-hour window and play this four players. No. The end. No. In fact, I think we talked about this in our review. I'm not sure if I want to play it four players. Period. Period. Yeah, this is this might be in a through the ages territory where it's it's two to three player. But I think that I feel that this is the quintessential two to three player weeknight game. Yeah, it, it's our go to. That is a non filler. I mean, mm-hmm. we live stream Atten last night, but that's a fifteen minute, twenty minute filler yeah. type game. But for a solid midweight mm-hmm. Euro, this is our go to yeah. far and away, and that's why I had it at my number two mm-hmm. and my number one. It's just enough decisions to make the game interesting, but. Not so many that your brain hurts even more after you've already had a hard day. Which is in stark contrast to my number one, which is the just the the opposite. Polar opposite, it yes. It is, with Pax Renaissance. Mm-hmm. But I can totally, I mean, so I have my one and two are diametrically opposed mm-hmm. as far as just how taxing they are mentally. Yeah, and in my opinion, my one and two are as well, but not in yours. Oh, no, no, I agree. Madeira absolutely is. It's just, I thought you were just saying, oh, you don't have to think that hard in Cavum. Dude, Cavum rocks my brain, <laughs> so I, I definitely think so on both those. So, yeah, I think that's interesting that mm-hmm. you and I have ours swapped, but I kind of knew what your, I mean, hell, everybody knew yeah. what your number one people, was going to People be. saw the title of this episode and said, okay, well, Amanda's is going to be Castles of Burgundy. What's Edward's going to be? Right. All right, so that's it. Yeah. So... Quick rundown again. My number, my top six are The Great Zimbabwe at six, Shipyard, Puerto Rico, Age of Steam, Castles of Burgundy, and Pax Renaissance. My top six are Cavum at six, St. Petersburg, High Treason, The Trial of Louis Riel, Shipyard, Madeira, Castles of Burgundy. All right. So because I know there are people probably screaming at their, at their uh, phones or whatever it is they're listening to right now, what about Game X? Well, I'll be honest. Here were my last cuts, right? My top 10. Mm-hmm. Container. I oh, thought. Wow. Okay. Now, well, no. Containers, what, hour, hour and a half, I think? I think that's a totally reasonable amount of time. I, I think that my first few plays of Container have tainted me on the time length of Container. Because the first two or three times that we played that game, it took four or five hours. No, I think you're okay. No. Fan, then maybe it felt like four or five now hours. Now that's possible. So, so we in, need to revisit yeah, it. Yeah. So in in my head, container is like a day long game. No, God, no, not uh uh-uh. uh. We, <laughs> we definitely need to address that. 
So, uh, and I just did these alphabetically because I didn't know where to put them, seven through 10. Lahav, two and three player, maybe, but I thought that might be a little restrictive. Yeah. So that's why I was like, eh. Or at Labora, but not at two players because that actually makes it a longer game. Exactly. Kind of like Terraforming Mars. Right. Yep. And last but not least, Vinos. Because the two-player game is an hour, so four players, three players, all doable. And I was like, so what do I kick out? So that, honestly, if you put a gun to my head, I think Vinos was my number seven. Okay. Because that was really hard for me to bump out. And then there's a ton of others. Like I said, 1960, Agricola, and Infamous Traffic. Antiquity, I thought would be too long. Bora Bora. Cavum's in there. Concordia. Gentis. I have High Treason, Kanban, Lisboa. The thing against Lisboa was the setup time. Setup time time takes forever. If you had it set up ahead of time, Mm -hmm. then I think easily it could be done, especially two and three Yeah, if you had it set up when I got home. Right. Yeah. Had Madeira in here. Mari Nostrum, I thought would be another good one at four or five players. Yeah. Totally doable in two hours. Yeah. Metropolis or Metropolis, which we're going to be live streaming here, but I was like... Yeah, I think I preferred it four, so maybe yeah. not. Uh, Navigador, Noya Heimet, uh, Orleon, Reef Encounter, but I didn't want to get into a fist fight with my wife. Rococo, I had St. <laughs> Petersburg on here. Trajan, I thought would be yeah. another good one. Yeah. Uh, Tramways, but I was like, yeah. it, 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 because I we're slow when we play that, so I, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Uh, through the ages, I discounted because only two players yes. are you going to fit that in. Zolkin and last but not least, Vino. So that was kind of the the other ones from my 30 that, that along with the ones that made my top six. Nice. So I just thought I'd share that. Yeah, it's interesting. And uh, some people are going to scream and yell, what? What's up with El Grande? When we do the five player only, then you'll hear El Grande <laughs> in there. All right. So that's it. Tell us what you think. Email us at contact at heavycardboard.com. You can go to heavycardboard.com and find all of our contact information, our both of our Twitters, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. You can send us your top six games. Yeah, I'm definitely curious to hear this with the same caveats that we use, though. Yep. So none of this, well, uh, no, no. And if it only has a single player count, apparently we're going to allow that. So, okay. Tell us what you think. <laughs> Tell us how crazy we are, how wrong we are, or how spot on we yeah, are. Yeah, that we got that right. Right? Every single one. Cool. We'll catch y'all <laughs> later this week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.